Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. Welcome to Roleplay Show. And this episode is our... Um, Behind a GM screen. He's got it. That's it. For uh, our last episode, <laughs> Blood and Betrayal, uh, which we don't have a title. <laughs> no, actually, we should get a title. We should have a title. Um, <laughs> one second. The Will of a Master. Oh, you... We have a title now. It's yeah. called <laughs> The Will of the Master. So this is, like we were saying, the behind the GM screen uh, where we dissect the episode previously. Uh, so we'll link that up here. It's a campaign diary for our Blood and Betrayal uh, campaign. Yes. Episode 6, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, this was a one-on-one -on -one game, which mm -hmm. it was the first and I believe the only one in this campaign, actually. It, and it was my first as a player. I've, I've never had the uh, opportunity, I guess you could say, to play by myself, have a game master just for me. And honestly, I could I could sense the excitement oozing off of Chris. He was so excited to do this with me. Me, me not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember um, it was a Wednesday. I don't know why I remember it was a Wednesday, but it was. And it was like during the week, I'm like, you know what, let's not do a six hour thing let's just do we'll meet we'll play three hours mm -hmm. and i could feel that you were like eh, i i feel like for me at that point uh one-on-one -on -one is like it's not really the part i like because i like the community communal like talking with the other people so but i was like i'm gonna convince Matteo, <laughs> matt i'm gonna convince matt that this is like this is fun yeah yeah, yeah, and it, I mean, granted, it, it it was, but so let's we have some questions that we've prepared for each other to kind of dig a little bit deeper and to focus in mm -hmm. our conversation. Um, do you want to start us off, Chris? Well, sure, because we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I was wondering how did he did it change your opinion at all from the beginning, like playing that game? Did it change your opinion on one on one? I must say that you don't have to say yes because I don't necessarily feel like it has. I feel like you're. You probably have evolved since, mm -hmm. but did that game change some of your expectations? Or um, I'm going to say the boring answer, and I'm going to say it didn't. Um, not through any fault of yours, mm -hmm. but I, I kind of went into it with an expectation that this, th this game is going to be interesting because I'm, I love role-playing games. But the part of a role-playing game that I like the most, especially as a player... Like I mean, exclusively as a player, I guess, is that banter and the feeding off of the other players. Like you, you kind of, if you have a really good synergy with the other people at your gaming table, mm. you can come up with really cool stuff. And the most memorable moments of most of the games I've ever had the chance to play in or game master for, they're always the things that the players, or not always, but very rarely, is it not instigated by creativity that like all the players kind of give give each other um this game for me when we were playing just the two of us and and maybe that's because i was going into it with the wrong mindset but it felt like a like story time almost mm -hmm. like like and it was kind of built that way yeah 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 for sure and it's not i don't think that's fixed by being a one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. and that might be like I think for me, the reason I kind of built it that way was because it was a weekday and I felt you, your heart was maybe not into it that much. So I kind of wanted to control a little bit of where the story were, was going. 
and the fact that it was not the main quest. I didn't want it to like go on a tangent and like you want to go in another city or like I didn't want yeah. it to be sandboxy because it had to go back. So it was almost like a side quest um, yeah. that was centered around your character, but it was still very railroady. Does does that like linearity have anything to do with the fact that I missed a game? Like, because you you kind of came to me saying, "Hey, you weren't here for this game. Why don't we do this one on one?" Yeah, it was. Hmm, you know what? I think it was not necessarily because you missed a game. Because let's say you hadn't missed a game. Yeah, I would have liked to run that one on one anyway. Okay, it's just it 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 was cool for in terms of timeline to yeah. actually do this. It, it it gave me the the time in the story to have you go through it. But it was for me it was more about I needed your character to be able to use his power because you've been holding back. Yeah. And the reason we established together at the beginning was the fact that you were an apprentice, you left in a hurry, and technically nobody allowed you to use your magic without being supervised supervised by your master. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to give you that actual license of using magic. And for that, you needed to become a journeyman. Okay. And for that, you needed to go through that ceremony. And for that, you needed to have a test. So that was my idea. I was like, okay, he needs to do a test ceremony, then he's going to be good. Yeah. And in order to check those boxes, I kind of had to make it linear. Otherwise, it would have needed multiple games potentially yeah and it would have been hard to control and so it was almost like horseshoeing this idea into it and to be honest probably if you were like you know what let's not play that game i would have told you or at least like had it just happened it had just happened you did that you did that it would have given you a description yeah. maybe with a little bit of your input but not necessarily taking the time to play through it half an hour of you Almost like a you're your own hero book kind of deal okay. where it's like both path, which spell you're choosing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it would have happened anyway because I was at this point in the story. So that's probably why it felt so railroad and linear. Well, I mean, I'm given the two options, I'm, I'm glad I got the chance to live it, mm -hmm. like actually be there and make the decisions. And, and, and it, it definitely gave me the opportunity to kind of meddle with the magic like my spells before yeah. being with everybody like it it could have been clumsy for me to be there in combat with the rats and i wouldn't have known how to use my magic like yeah. it, it would have really slowed everything down so i, I guess te on a technical point it was definitely really cool to have me there yeah um, actually learn like you map learning how to use the spells of of Diedrich. yeah and we'll we'll have a whole roleplay chat on one-on-one -on -one, uh, games, so we won't go into details of how and whatever. But yeah, that's definitely one of the strong points of having those kind of one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. But just to maybe tie that that uh, that discussion, that part of the discussion, um, if I had to run where we're at, where blah, 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 where we are at in the story, yeah. if I had to run a one-on-one -on -one with you, I think it'd be a great spot actually because you're like right now like, like right now why? in the story like i mean like multiple blood and betrayals after because like we said in the past mm -hmm. we're like a year and a half in the past of our, our actual campaign i won't go into details of where you're at right now but it's kind of open it if we do run a game just with you i would love to give you the opportunity to have a really open sandbox 
and go through what Diedrich is doing on his own. Mm. And it would be a total different feel. So that's why it's having yeah. a one-on-one is not necessarily railroady or sandboxy. It really depends on what you're doing with it, right? I don't like... Are you asking me what I want to do, like right now? Like, you want me to answer that? Oh no, I, I wasn't. But if you want to oh, answer, okay. you can. No, no, I was just saying, like, if I had, like, if I, if we were just that back, well, if we decided to run a game right now, yeah, one on one, and where we are at the story, it would be totally different. That's okay. all. That's all I went. I meant to say. Okay, cool. Um, I'd like to talk to you about that other thing maybe later. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have a question, I guess, prepared for you, and it you kind of just maybe answered it, but. I was wondering, did you have an expectation for me to interact with the people that you had set out in this one-on-one a little bit more? Because now that I'm like reliving it, there were people presented to me. Like, you know, I I didn't really interact with Jenna very much. She was much higher than me. So maybe that would have been odd. But like that, that that other wizard who was also becoming a journeyman, I didn't really, like I said, hey, how you doing? Boom, that's it. Like I, I didn't probe him for more Mm -hmm. i didn't really talk to anybody around maybe that was because i was feeling like a little bit introverted that particular day and Mm -hmm. i I don't know but like were you expecting me to 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 talk to these people more and like build relationships with them um not necessarily to be honest i i i kind of want to for me having npcs is there's a function to npcs Mm -hmm. but one of the thing is also just if you're in the world there's going to be people yeah, like yeah. you go to the bus stop there might be someone there you might chat you might not yeah but there's someone there so for me if you have no one to inter- interact with because just because as a game master i don't have use for it it's not realistic or it doesn't it breaks the very similitude so i have to put people mm-hmm. even though most of the time and to be honest that happens in general i put people just to put people and then maybe they become relevant and maybe you interact with them and maybe they become interesting. Yeah. So did I expect you to interact with them more? Not really. Did I, like I put them there, not because they have a big ulterior uh, uh, motive, just because there needs to be people. It makes sense that you're not the only one yeah. graduating just cause I felt like it made sense. So no, uh, but I, re- I remember you being, like you said, a bit mm-hmm. like, introverted that's a good way to say it (laughs) that day and it was you're right more about like me showing you your world yeah like getting to the door and the door opens i remember well in my head i remember you matthew being like oh that's weird but diedrich doesn't find it weird right so it was more about breaking the bridge or like how do you say that like kind of connecting these things connecting like, you I and ought to know already yeah exactly so in the test we kind of went through uh, a bit fast but in the test i actually asked you questions and not not to test you but like i i gave you information that basic magic users should know mm-hmm. so if i asked you what are the eight colors of magic obviously matt did not know but diedrich did so then i would tell you but in in game so it was a way for me as a game master to show you the lore at the spot where Diedrich could actually show you the lore. And you don't have to remember that. But maybe later you'll be like, oh, I guess there was like multiple magic, right? There's eight. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. And then like, so it was more about showing you what Diedrich knows and doesn't. And what can you expect in this magical realm 
that you come from. And that's why it was very showcasey, like me showing yeah, you. Very story. Yeah. Story time. Like it, it was a great way to do exposition uh -huh. just to you. Because I didn't want the other ones. Because I want the other ones to find it mysterious and everything. And I want to give you that exposition so that you are like, you feel like you have some something over them in terms of mm -hmm. this that magic knowledge, knowledge. Yeah. Cool. So I think I, do you feel like I've yeah, managed I think, I that? Yeah, I feel like I, you achieved it. Maybe um, like, again, if I had three session, spread it out more with more of your, your own agenda through it, it would have been less railroady. How did you feel about this letter that was given back to you? That was like a message from your master. Cause that's the first time you interacted with anything regarding yeah. your master. Um, I mean, I can't say I expected it. It was cool to have a puzzle that was a little bit more long-term. So all in all, that was a really neat game uh, for us to play. Um, it, like I said, it was my first experience as a player in a one-on-one -on -one game. And despite my, my original reaction, it was still a pleasant experience for me. Um, I also really got the opportunity here to use Diedrich's powers for the first time. It was really cool to use like time rewinding and, and, and premonitions and, and actually hunkering down and doing a full-fledged ritual to kind of bring my character back in to where the rest of the party was in the sewers. So that, to me, was a lot of fun. Yeah, and... For me, it's the same, even though we were maybe on the same page on the, the, the kind of coming in. I had lots of fun doing it. It was more railroady than I usually like to run a game, but it allowed me to bring the story forward. And that's always what I try to do, like what's best for the story. In mm -hmm. this case, it was to roll, railroad a little bit, but it was one character. If other character would have been there, it would have been long for them to just go through your story alone. So it. So it was a good way to do it, and I'm happy. I'm happy we did it. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed our, our brief discussion about what was going on behind the GM screen. If you have any questions about this episode, feel free to reach out to us. You can contact us on Twitter. That's roll underscore play underscore chat. We have uh, an email that's contactroleplaychat at gmail .com. But if you have comments specifically for this episode, just write in the comments below, and we'll be happy yeah. to answer. Please smash that like button, send any comments you have down below, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, for all those of you in podcast land, audio land, hope you're, you're enjoying as well. Um, if you are, we'd really appreciate you giving us a five-star rating review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcasting platform you're using. Um, and I think that's everything we have to say for today, Chris. That's all, Matt. Let's call it a chat.